Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Wow, you, you know what? You did say you were going to have some good questions. I'm coming <laughs> at you, bro. <laughs> I, I would never even think about that question. Like, where the heck did you even pull that question from? Welcome to Model Behavior, where we explore... Behind the scenes, elbow grease of seemingly glamorous lives. Hey guys, it's Aviva Lee coming at you with the most handsome Israeli uh, Italian man. Enrico, would you like to give yourself a little a little introduction? A little introduce yourself? Oh, you're flattering me. I'm, I'm blushing now. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bullshit. well... Uh, <laughs> Yes, I am Enrico Omri is my middle name. Did you know that, by the way? Will you say that one more time slowly? <laughs> my middle name, you mean? Yeah. Omri. And what do you do, Enrico? I do so many things. What do you want to focus on? Just <laughs> obviously, the modeling, right? So, obviously, I'm a model. Uh, I do acting here and there. Honestly, right now, it's just when the opportunity presents itself. Uh, I am a private detective, and I work for an investment firm. Uh, I do like their internal investigations. Uh, I have my own Krav Maga studio business, so I train uh, clients in Krav Maga. And uh, I am a student at Georgia State University. <laughs> he does it all, you guys. Um, so funny <laughs> enough, Enrico and I we met at like a happy hour. Um, and immediately clicked because, as I'm sure you guys can see, he's just the most likable person. And I, what, what blows my mind, Enrico, is, like, I've come to realize, I think we literally talked shop once. And since then, we just, like, go dancing and talk about stupid shit. We yes. have not talked shop in years. <laughs> We've never talked about modeling, ever. <laughs> we talked about a bunch of shit. It's <laughs> just nothing important. Nothing of importance at all. Let's just kind of start from the beginning because what you've told me of your childhood is that I get I get the impression you never would have expected as a kid. Modeling in particular, you kind of described yourself as just kind of like an average Joe growing up. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you, well, you said it. Basically, <laughs> I grew up in Israel. Uh, I don't know how much you know about it, I, but people don't dare to dream that much in Israel. I mean, more these days, but when I grew up, you know, I was more running away from missiles and bombs and kind of mm -hmm. running to the bomb shelter um, than, you know, than pursuing my dreams. Um, I always loved acting. I was always like that goofy kid, like you said, that's creative dude. You know, I took like theater in high school and... My parents told me that I'm probably never going to do anything with it, but you know, <laughs> I, I went for it because I liked it. But the bottom line was, yes, I never actually expected to do anything in front of the camera. It was only when I moved uh, to America when I realized, oh, shit, I can actually do that now, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't have to, you know, serve in the military or, um, you know, run from bombs or just... I don't live in the stressful uh, environment uh, that exists in Israel. I mean, yeah. So I think it, with that, you know, with that being said, though, I it, the whole acting modeling scene in Israel is actually getting really huge. I mean, right? You have you have um, uh, girls like you know Gal Gadot. Mm -hmm. She's freaking Wonder Woman now, right? Yeah. So. It's actually getting really, really big uh, in Israel. More, I think more Israelis break into the Hollywood scene, which is really fun to see. Um, mm -hmm. Since up until, you know, like 10, 15 years ago, it was such a bubble. Israel was such a bubble where no one actually broke out of it. But now, uh, you know, you're starting to see a lot more of it. Have you ever considered working, and maybe you already do, by coastal now that Israeli, um, like being able to monetize Israeli arts, 
um, is becoming more and more prevalent, have you considered finding a talent representative out there so that when you go home and visit, um, you can get some work in too? Because he's actually flying back out to Israel tomorrow, so I'm hogging up his evening <laughs> with this interview. We should feel so honored <laughs> that he's spending it with us. <laughs> First of all, you're awesome. So I'm always happy to talk to you. Buddy. Even, if, <laughs> even if it's just, uh, even if it's just on anything, honestly. Yeah. So I told you, I'm I'm ready for some interesting questions. So I, I'm here. I'm pumped. I'm ready. So if I get to talk to you, that's that's enough for me. Well, be careful but, what yeah. you wish for, honey. It'll get real interesting real soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, when it comes to the whole acting scene in, in Israel, I, I would have thought about it if my life here wasn't as hectic as it is. Yeah. Um, because it's not like I can just drop everything that I'm doing and go, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, say, let's say I do have an agent in Israel and I do get cast uh, on the show. I mean, can I really just drop everything and go and leave? Right. I mean, not, not really, right? So, uh, but, I mean... If, again, if that opportunity ever presents itself, I feel like, you know, us as models, actors, we live the moment, right? Like, we, we analyze things as they come, right? Like, okay, we think, for, you know, we, we look for the future, but, I mean, who, who, who is going to know what's going to happen, right? I mean, if something comes your way and it's a super exciting opportunity, you either do it or you don't, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... So I, I think that that would probably be my answer. I mean, if I, if, if again, if the opportunity ever presents itself, I will consider it heavily. Right, but it's not something you're going to seek out because your focus is here, and you're married. Um, so I'll get into questions about that later. But I can imagine, you know, not that. It seems to me like, you know, they're one of those goals couples, you guys. They're both very much in love and very supportive of each other. I can imagine if it's really exciting things were happening, you know, like you said, if things come up, you'll take it. I can imagine she'd say, well, go, go. <laughs> like, let's do it. We'll work it out. Um, but also I can imagine you just wanting to spend time with your wife and work simultaneously in the same place. It's just not the most appealing thing for you to pursue, like, a broad work as hard as you would perhaps if you were single. You, you said it. You know what? I don't think I can say it better than you. <laughs> Screw you. Your question was like, what? Your question was like, yeah, that, that, what you just said. I might as well just and, be Enrico. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, that, that's true. That, that is super, super true. My wife is the best thing that ever happened to me. You know, mm-hmm. she's my best friend. I'm also, you know, it's funny that you say it because I'm only social and the people that know me really, really closely that know me very, very well know that know that about me. I'm very, I'm not a very social person. Like I'm actually a very big introvert. Like I'm, I don't really go out. You know, I mean, you're one of those few people that I'm like, oh wow, you know, she's awesome and she's really cool. And you know, I'm, I really like when we do get the chance to hang out every, you know, blue moon. Um, I just jump on the opportunity to do so. But on a daily basis, I'm a, I'm a I'm an introvert, and I'm also very Israeli in that matter. You know, when I moved to America, I made it my goal to assimilate. You know, and, and, and be an American. Not, it's not not my goal to be an Israeli in America. I want to be an American. Right. Um, obviously, I have my some Israeli uh, uh, qualities that I keep, like for example, and you know that I'm super blunt. I'm on. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me a question you don't want to hear the answer to. Right. I love that. So, down to earth. Blunt, like my my wife is the best thing about my life, so I just want to be with her. She's here. She's actually working and she's traveling for work quite a bit, so I don't really get to see her that much. So when she is here, uh, I obviously make it a priority to, to be with her. But I will say this: friendship, but true friends. You know what I mean? Like really true, real friends are to me are rare. Like mm-hmm. I have a lot of acquaintances. But true friends are the ones that I can trust, right? The, the, the ones that you can honestly say, if I call them at 2 a.m. and I need their help with something, they're on it, right? Yeah. So I'm the same way. I, I believe in, in friendships. I believe in relationships that are so valued in your life that you just can't imagine yourself without them, right? So I, 
I suck when it comes to hanging out, right? As a friend, when it comes to hanging out, I suck, and I know. But when you need me, I'm going to be there for you no matter what. Like right. if, you need me, if you need me to come save your ass at 2 a.m. on Saturday, like you know I'm there. Right. So when you moved here from Israel, you did not move. So right now he's located in Atlanta, Georgia, um, which is where we met. But I, I think you moved to Miami or what was – I know you spent time in Miami. I just forget exactly, like, the chronological order of locations. So just kind of break that down for us, please. Okay. So I'm going I'm to take it even a step further, right? So from means. 18 – from when I was 18 to 22, I served in the military after the military. Um my mom passed away. Yeah. I was about 23 at that point, and then I moved to Italy. So I'm also Italian, hence you know the name uh, Enrico, right? Enrico was my great grandpa. So I used my Italian citizenship and the fact that I still have family in Italy, and I moved to Italy. I just said, you know, I was in that mindset where, and I and I still am, by the way. I'm still in that mindset where life is short. You know, I lost my mom when she was 49. And I said, you know what, screw this. Like, I need to live my life. You never know what's going to happen. Right. And I just moved. I took, you know, I just literally packed a suitcase and moved myself from Israel uh, to Italy. Uh, and I lived in Milan for six months. Then, you know, there's the whole story of how I met my wife. And my wife was supposed to move with me to Milan. Uh, it didn't work out, so I ended up coming here. That was beginning 2000 that was 2014 and i can imagine that was yeah. work related that it didn't work out right uh, yeah so back then you know at the jewish community i work i worked for the jewish community back in milan so um needless to say i'm jewish right so but my wife is i never saw it as a neither a good or a bad thing it's just i didn't care about it that much yeah um, but the jewish community in milan did care about it a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, my bottom line was basically, look, she's not negotiable, and I found myself moving to America. But, I mean, back to your original question here, sorry for completely <laughs> going off track here, but um, back to your original question about Miami, uh, I only started doing modeling because of my wife. So my wife was actually the trigger for modeling. She said, hey, look, I know I'm biased, but I really think you can do this. Uh, oh, and then, I didn't know, you know that. What is it? I didn't know that. So I'm just going to take us back for a minute. So rewind. I understand that when you lost your mother, and I'm so sorry, um, she was very young. Um, you did tell me that it started off, the whole modeling thing was more of a byproduct of trying to get healthy. You were like, you know what, this is my one life, and I need to shape up, lose weight, feel good. Um, and I can imagine being in Milan, which is essentially the fashion capital of the world, right? Like, I, I can imagine once you started buffing out, you know, and toning up, um, it, you, you and your wife were maybe inspired by all the modeling work you saw around you. Do you think maybe Milan, too, was a factor in getting into modeling? Or was it just strictly your wife had, you know, some insight on the industry and, you know, saw you filling those shoes? You know... I feel like Milan definitely had some weight in it because, like you said, yes, and it's, and it's definitely uh, the case with Milan. It is the capital fashion of the world. It's very felt, you know, people there, especially when you live, you know, like kind of central Milan and not in the outskirts, it's very well felt, right? I mean, you can see someone riding the subway, you know, wear the super tailored suit and like a man bun and like a super <laughs> cut beard. Looks like you, is what you're describing. <laughs> you see yeah, a I'm bunch like of Enrico's rolling around you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like describing myself. No, but, uh, <laughs> it is, it is I literally described your Instagram. <laughs> Which is awesome, by the way. We're going to make you plug that. I, okay, not to sidetrack this conversation, but, like, just to check in right before our interview, I was like, I wonder how he's doing on the old gram. And, my God, you guys, each picture alone gets, like, thousands and thousands of likes. I'm like, oh, oh, he's, he's doing real well. He's doing very well on Instagram. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's been crazy, honestly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think, 
Milan definitely had something to do with it. Honestly, up until Milan, and I think I showed you a picture of it back in the day. I showed you, I was actually 240 pounds. Like, I did more bodybuilding type things. Mm -hmm. So, I was a lot bigger. I was a lot heavier. When I started, uh, but when I moved to Milan, I started, you know, liking the more trimmed look, you know, the slim fit. Yeah. Uh, so I, I dropped a lot of weight, and when I came to America, I think it kind of uh, fed into that, right? Just, oh, this is, you know, this is actually, this could work. And I just kept, you know, going in that route. But yeah, I mean, I was, I was a lot bigger than I am today. I couldn't fit in a European cut suit. So my agent in Miami, basically the first thing he said, like, look, your legs are too big. You need to drop like 30 pounds, man. So, you know, here I am basically doing everything I can to slim down, um, which, you know, really takes me to, to the point where, you know, a lot of people ask me, hey, how's, you know, modeling, is it, is it easy, is it hard? Modeling, and the question is really complicated, yeah. because it's, for some people, you know, if your genetics, if your, you know, if your body type is just super slim, and you don't really need to work hard to, to stay slim, then modeling is going to be, you know, pretty easy for you. Uh, you just kind of work out a little bit, you know, if, if you have a nice look to you, you it, it will just work itself out. But it's not, that is not my case. Right. That's not me whatsoever. Like, I, it's not that I gain a lot of fat, I just get big. You buff out. Really, exactly. I just yeah. become really big and it's hard for me to keep that slim uh, uh, looking figure and I've actually like doing a lot of modeling you know especially in Miami uh, during peak season you know you work a lot uh, if it's runway stuff if it's you know beach uh, type stuff if it's uh, catalogs and some campaigns European campaigns right uh, you learn that a lot of people are like that mm -hmm. uh, you know they're naturally not that slim and they have to work really 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 hard to stay that slim yeah it's it's not easy. Like, people ask me, and I say straight up, look, guys, it is not easy. If you think that being a model is going to be a walk in the park, then you have something else coming for you. I mean, it's it's a full-time job, just maintaining, you know. I used to wake up, do a two-hour fasted cardio session, go to the gym, and you have to stay tan. You can't have tan lines. You know, you have to stay on point. You, know, yeah. you can't. Because you might get a casting, you know, at any given moment, right? It's like, it's basically like acting. Mm -hmm. I mean, you might get an audition, like, okay, it's tomorrow, you know? Good good luck. Yeah. Okay, hey, I need you, you know, your agent might call you and say, hey, I need you to be in this address, at this address in like two hours, right? You need yeah. to be on point no matter what time it is. So it is definitely a full-time job yeah so let's rewind to your wife tells you you're gorgeous I think you can model this was when you were already in Atlanta yes and so you then started submitting do you, I assume you didn't know many people who were models or did you like how did you then know to submit to agents in Miami did you submit to anybody locally like how did you know what to do once she said um, let's give this a shot well first of all I mean I told my wife that she's that shit crazy. I was like, what, what are you about? like I never even thought about modeling. Modeling was never, you know, something that crossed my mind. So, but you know, I, I decided to take kind of a leap of faith and say, you know what, let's just give it a shot. So honestly, we just Googled, you know, we looked at some models online and said, okay, who is this guy signed with? Right. Right. And we found some agencies in, in New York, Miami, LA, and we realized, like, okay, let's just start submitting, you know, to you. some of local agencies. And, and yeah. I actually, my first ever agency was Elite Miami. Um, yeah, they're great. So that, that was pretty cool, you know, when I got to sign with them, that was that was a pretty cool moment in my life. Here I am. Did you know any? Kid. Oh, sorry. Go on. <laughs> I'm from Israel, right? Like, I've never even, you know, believed that. I'll be standing in Miami with an elite contract in yeah. Miami. Uh, that, that was a pretty, pretty sick moment. Wow, yeah, you guys must have been Honestly, so excited. Today, with social media, everyone is so well-connected, so it doesn't feel this way. But, I mean, when you kind of 
take it back a few years, not even a few, maybe 10, you know, 15 years, we didn't have social media, right? Like everything was so far out of reach, right? Yeah. You think about America, right? I was, like, I was like a goofy kid from Israel. Like who even thought about, about acting and modeling? just being in America, right? So, I mean, I was very appreciative of I'm, I'm very appreciative of everything that America has given me, and, and it's amazing. It's amazing to be able to say that my first ever agency was Elite Miami. Yeah, and so I can imagine once you signed with them, and I can also imagine you didn't really know, you know, they tell you on the website what they require. Um, I, I'm sure your digitals were all right, you know, or they, I'm sure they said, okay, we need digitals, which means, you know, like your headshot and then your full body shot and your profile shot. Um, I can imagine you must have felt a little awkward. Like you sent them in, but like you didn't really know what you were doing. Um, and when you signed with them, I assume they then proceeded to manage you and instruct you on, all right, these are the shots we need in your portfolio. This is the kind of work you're going to be doing once you lose the weight. You know, you're this, what, what height are you? Six foot? It's, what I'm is exactly, you? yeah, I'm, I'm just, just over six. Right. So, so you're, so you're doing runway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm basically doing everything from runway to uh, print. Uh, Miami is, a, is big on print unless it's um, fashion week. So, so you do a lot of uh, runway. Yeah. Uh, and beach type stuff. But uh, yeah, I found myself very, very quickly in very uncomfortable situations that you basically just very fast have to be okay with, right? Yeah, okay. Um, you, you break boundaries, you know? It's like, um, it's like when you do acting, right? It's like having like a, like a very intimate uh, kind of like love scene without even knowing the person that you're with, right? Like yeah. I just met you yesterday, right? Um, but here in modeling, it's actually, it's a little bit, I would say even more than that, right? Even more than that. Because you're being judged. Every inch of your body is being criticized, you know, judged. People are looking at you top to bottom and analyzing everything that they see. And a lot of times it's brutal. I mean, let me tell you something. You stand in castings and sometimes the casting director just walk, you know, just walks one by one, like we don't even exist. Like we're like we're not even there. Like he talks about us, like we're not even there. Like you know, he goes one by one. He's like, eh, no, this guy's nose is too big. Oh no, this guy's thighs are like, no. Ooh, what are those eyebrows? Are you crazy? No. I'm like, oh cra- hell no. So and you're standing right in front of him, right? right. So <laughs> he's, he's saying that, and you're literally standing right in front of him, and he's saying it as if you don't even exist. Yeah. Um, so it, it's brutal. I mean, it, I will say it's, it, in a lot of ways it's even more brutal than acting um, because you're being judged by in ways that you sometimes can't control, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's just who I am. That's my body. Like, I can't change that, right? It's not in acting where, okay, I want you to take it in a different way, right? I want you to add a little bit of this. I want you to think about, you know, there's no directing when it comes to your body. This is it, man. Yeah. This is what I'm working with, you know? Um, I might I might be able to be in a better shape. I might, you know, I can go wax my eyebrows. I don't know. Like, I mean, I can do some things, but you're very limited. Uh, but so, yeah, basically, from the moment I signed with Elite, you know what? Signing with Elite was kind of like the, the, like, how do you say it in English? Like, the thing that cleared the path for me, like, basically, once I signed up with Elite... Yeah, that, that was that was the impetus. Yeah, that yeah, was kind exactly. of the trailblazing moment. Exactly, yeah. Like it's such a, it was such a great agency that from that moment moving forward, it was pretty easy for me to sign with other agencies, um, especially in Atlanta since I live here. Right. Uh, but, and then, you know, traveling, you know, you go to L.A., you go to New York, you go all these different castings, you know, and it's, it's, it's in a way, you know, this podcast is about glamorous right like sometimes it is glamorous sometimes it's absolutely tedious and and just just hard just difficult do you, do you find all the different branches so it's you predominantly do uh, runway lifestyle and print at like magazines right um do you find like i'm sorry fitness modeling because i imagine you do a lot of fitness modeling 
Um, do you find that across the board, you there's sort of a generalized, like, strenuous nature about it and rigidity as far as, like, meaning requirements are concerned and judgment from casting? Or do you find that, for, uh, for example, like, is, is runway more stressful than lifestyle or is fitness modeling, preparing for the shoots more stressful than, you know, preparing for the catwalk? And what do you, have you found differences in treatment of the models between branches? Yeah, you know what, that's a great question. That is such a great question. So a lot of people ask me, like, hey, how do I become a model? How do I do this? First of all, yeah, there are, you know, strict requirements, right? Like, I mean, when when you start, they straight up tell you, look, you need to be this height, you need to, you know, to be able to move like this, uh, you need to be able to fit in a suit this size. It's very black and white, right? Very like, if you don't meet these requirements, then most likely that even if we end up signing you, you're not going to work, right? Um, so, but when it comes to the different branches, the different you know types of, of modeling, I'll, I'll just give you the rundown, the rundown, right? So, fitness, the requirements are more lax when it comes to height. Like, you don't have to be as tall. Uh, when it comes to fitness, a lot of it is just, you know, it's a lot of body shots, so it, it doesn't really matter. They can make you look tall without you actually being tall. Like, I know some fitness models that are, you know, 5'8", you know, mm-hmm. which in runway and regular print magazine, you'll never see that, right? Like, the the, the, the shortest you'll see guys are like 5'11", right? 5'11 mm-hmm. and a half, like, that's the shortest you'll see. Even in print? Yeah, I mean, yeah, even wow. in print. Like, if you're, if you're shorter than that, because think about it. In a lot of those print ads, they match you with either another guy or another woman, right? right. Another girl. So, when it, if the girl is 6'1", or 6', or 5'11", you can't be shorter or, you know, the same height. They have to make that um, uh, separation, which is a lot harder when you're shorter. Right. So... Uh, so yeah, when it comes to fitness, it's it's more lax. Like they don't really focus on the on the height stuff. Funny, I didn't even think about that for print because I think for women, because we still, don't get me started on this, but I I, th- I personally think it's ridiculous that we still expect women to be shorter than men, and that's like <laughs> like otherwise unacceptable, <laughs> like within a romantic <laughs> moment. We talk about it, but not enough. But I didn't think about the fact that women, I'm sure, have far more wiggle room because, you know, petite women, you know, can be paired with tall men. And so long as she's shorter, it is okay. But if a man is going to be shorter than the tall woman on a magazine cover, that's unacceptable. Wow. I didn't even think about that. You know, it is. It is absolutely ridiculous. But I will say this, though, and that's something that you might find interesting. Um, modeling is probably probably the only industry, and that's a sad thing to say today in 2019. That is a sad thing to say, but it's probably the one industry that women that that women get paid a lot more than men. Really, a lot more, like significantly. I mean, I'm telling you, I've been on, I I've done jobs where the woman got paid five times as much as I did. No way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That that is. I mean, literally, if, if I'm I, without mentioning company names or gigs, if I get paid a thousand dollars for that day, the girl is getting paid five thousand dollars. Wow! For the for for doing the exact same thing. I'm so I'm I'm so glad you opened that can of worms because that's that'll be something really exciting to explore in further episodes when we have casting directors come on and agents come on and lawyers come on. Like I, I, I wow. I'm so glad you brought that to our attention because we can, we'll take that and run with it. That's really interesting to explore. Yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I, I personally don't have a problem with it. Uh, I feel like there should be a lot more equality in the world. So, you know what, if in this specific industry women get paid more, I'm completely fine with it. Uh, but, 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 but I'll finish that for you. Equality being the operative word. If you're working your ass off and someone else is working their ass off for the same job in the same way, wouldn't it be great if we all got paid the same for our time and value? Here, here's the thing. There's also another thing with women. And that's, and that's why I'm okay with them getting paid a lot more than us because the shelf life of a female model is a lot Shoulder. Oh, so interesting. Women, so here's the thing. Right. If you're, 
like as a parent, right? Like if you want your daughter to be a female model, you believe that she has what it takes. Female, you know, girls start, like you have to tap into that industry when you're like 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And then if you are, even even before that, I mean, some knowledge, they start from a super young age. And then if you are able to tap into that industry and, and become uh, decently successful, then what happens is you, re- you get to your peak when you're like to getting close to your 20s, right? So if you're a female that wants to become a model and you're over 22, 23, and you're just now starting out, I mean, let me tell you something, and it's sad to say, I mean, you're just not going to, it's not going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you're, you're, I mean, in a funny, ridiculous, absurd type way, you're already too old. Right. <laughs> well, and I can right. imagine that mostly, correct me if I'm wrong, but it certainly seems like especially in lifestyle modeling, kind of anyone at any age can get into all that, you know, and, and I just had a you conversation. Actually, let's talk about that. You know what? You opened that. Let's talk about it. Oh, when, yes. you open, when you open a, 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 a magazine or a catalog for yachts, right? Like you want to buy a yacht. I'm a rich dude. Let's say I want to buy a yacht. You know what? The guy that's driving the yacht or the, the guy in the ad, in the ad for the yacht is going to be in his mid-40s, right? Yeah, I see like what you're salt doing. and pepper type hair. <laughs> But do you know how old the, the female model next to him is going to be? 15. 19. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's the point. Like the guy, so here's, and that's exactly why I'm okay with them getting paid a lot more because, you know what, we have a much longer shelf life. Mm-hmm. The, you know, male models can work until they're like, you know, mid-40s, even early, you know, late 40s. You know, we can still get a lot of work if we keep ourselves in good shape, right? If we keep ourselves, you know, groomed, in good shape, we can put on a nice suit and look really great in a wash ad, you know? Really look really great in a yacht ad, in a, all, all these, you know, types of catalogs and magazines. But the, uh, sadly, you know, the girl next to us in the ad is still going to be 18, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's why, that's why I'm, I'm okay with it, you know? Even though I, I do, again, I do agree with you, equality is equality, right? Like, if we're doing the same work. I know, but, but, I, but I see, but you're right. I hear what you're saying is like that there is a discrepancy. Um, I, I get it. I follow everything you just said. I think it's all very insightful and fascinating. And another great can of worms that I'm excited to open and look into when we have other people on the show down the line as well. Um, I mean, wow. There's so much I never even thought about. I'm so glad you're on the show. You know um, what? Sometimes modeling is just as complicated as acting. People don't realize that. But there, I mean, there's so much that goes into it, right? So much, you know, a lot of it is politics. A lot of it is, is just, you know, you don't have the right look that we're looking for, you know? Sometimes, you know, and you know it better than I do. In acting, you know, you might give such a better audition than the guy or the girl that actually got the, the role, right? Got the part. But they just, you know, the casting director and the producers just looked at her and saw, you know saw her as a better fit yeah. uh, for the for the part it's not and it has nothing to do with the fact you know with the audition uh, so it, it's the same with modeling you know a lot of times it's very glamorous and you feel like a million dollar you know with the product but sometimes you feel like you're, you're beaten down and you know you'll go to new york you know how much those you know a lot of runway models in new york get paid nothing for i mean literally they, they sit in waiting rooms and casting rooms for hours and hours and hours and runway is the lowest paying modeling um, uh, branch that, let's like, talk about that that has been kind of like the current mystery we've been trying to crack is where do you, is, you know, we've all, I think, you know, unfortunately, we've all had like horrible photographer horror stories or agency horror stories, but like the stories that come from like the industry broke me down stories tend to come from runway. Now, I also understand that runway, the actual shows themselves are hella fun. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a very, uh, I, I've, got, I've experienced that, you know, firsthand. Uh, first thing, when I did my runway stuff uh, in New York, I mean, I did, you know what, funny thing is I did runway all over the nation. <laughs> you know, I did runway stuff all over. I mean, we're talking about, like, Ohio, you know, Tennessee, runway stuff, you know, and, and honestly, I've gotten paid more in those, you know, like, 
nowhere places, right? Yeah. This little small town that you go to in Tennessee, I've gotten paid a lot more than I've gotten paid in New York. The thing is, here is, and I, and I do agree with that female model, as you said, that love uh, runway. I do agree with that. Look, runway is the more exciting job, right? It's it, it, That's the glamour that you're talking about, right? Like, you're, here you are walking, you know, walking down that, that runway, and you have... 500 people looking at you, right? Like you're, you're the stuff. Like you're, you're it. Like they're eyeing you, you know, up and down, and it's everything that people tell you it is. It is like that's the fun part. Like I love, I like doing runway. I don't find it stressful at all. I, I find it to be very fun. I mean, especially like the best runway moms, right? Like they have so much fun with it. They smile and they walk and they feel so confident. And, and you know what? You should be confident. Like, you're there for a reason, right? But you meet the standard. Like, you meet the criteria. And it, 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 that's the glamorous part about it. But I think that's also why it's the lowest pay. It, it's, you know, if you look at print ads, for example, those are the only tedious work. Like, right? You, to be on a magazine, right? To be on a billboard, you work hours. And it's in a studio with basically flashing lights all over your head, with people critic, you know, uh, critiquing you and and, uh, and giving you comments and notes, and it's just you there and this photographer and the producer and basically just the you know the production people. There's nothing glamorous about it. I mean, nothing, absolutely nothing glamorous about that job. But that's also why. And but it's a, it's a more specific job, right? Like look at right. runway models. You need a lot of, of models for a show. If you want to pick up a show, you need a lot of models. When you when you shoot a, a, a print ad, you only need a few, you know a handful of models. Like you don't need two hundred models. You need three, right? So it, it's a lot more private. It's a lot more personal. But it's a lot more work too. I mean, there's no fun. Like print modeling, it, you basically go there and you work for hours. But that's also why it's paid more. It, it, that that's just it is you know it's like high demand, um, high price type thing. You yeah. know, it's, it's it's the more tedious work, so you also get paid more. You're you raising know? a lot of great points because what's funny is I feel like probably some of the you're right some of the least glamorous branches of modeling tend to pay the best. It's it's it was always fascinating to me. Well, why is it that it seems like the harder. <laughs> The, the more strenuous the job, the more, the less they're getting paid. But you're right. Actually, the studio time, a runway show, you're only on the runway for a few minutes. The studio time of a shoot is more intensive. And in fit modeling, you're meeting them multiple times a week, you know, like yeah, it's not so flexible. And you're yeah. not, and it's not as flexible as other gig work. Yeah. It, it really isn't. I mean, a lot of those uh, fitness. Uh, modeling type stuff, uh, uh, they're, they're contracts. I mean, you're contracted and you're basically, you know, you're like basically they'll get mad at you if you had a few too many drinks the night before because it's going to show on camera, right? Mm -hmm. But you can't, like you said, everything has to be very, very, very uh, uh, detailed, like uh, very, you know, carefully calculated. Uh, you can't afford messing up, right? It's, um, you know, and I'm, I've been fortunate enough to where I can, at this point in my life and my career, I can pick and choose what I'm doing, you know, what I want to That's do. Awesome. Uh, I mean, honestly, the best type modeling that I've done was for like jewelry and watches companies and stuff like that. That's the most fun, right? Yeah. You go in, you, 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 you need to look good. And this is what, you know what, I'm going to open a can of worms with you because I want to use this platform to say it, to say something that hardly ever anyone says right so here's the thing think about runway right what what type of models do you see on, on a runway when i you know i'm talking about like high fashion new york milan i'm talking about you know berlin high fashion type model mm -hmm. right runway what type of, you, you see, you know, and a lot of people try to stay very diplomatic and politically correct when they say unique type of people, right? Look, that's, that's basically their way of saying they're not very attractive, right? So <laughs> the, point, the point behind it is they want you to look at the clothes, not at the model, right? Yeah. So you, you should not be a good-looking model, right? Like, 
you, the, you okay let's take not high fashion let's take uh, Miami swim week right mm-hmm. there you see a lot of good looking models right really you know pretty faces pretty bodies people that actually look like models right they they fit the stereotype of a model right mm-hmm. they put on a bathing suit and they look great in it but when you go you know when you do those high fashion stuff what type of models do you see you see people that if you just saw them down the street you would never believe that they're models yeah we but, hear about that all the time you're right because yeah. it's all about the clothes always and, and people say it's, they're unique right i mean look unique my ass they're not unique they're just <laughs> not attractive right i mean and, and look in a general sense of, of, of the same right like now obviously some people will find them attractive but the majority of people will never even believe that they're models right, right? so that's that's the kind of type so that's why for someone uh, uh, that's considered a more you know like pretty boy type people it, it, it won't really work like if you go up to New York and try to do a, a high fashion runway well good luck with that I mean you're never gonna get cast. Because it's just not the type. I mean, you need to be, you need to live in Miami, you need to live in LA. A lot of it, you know, I can even say Atlanta um, with the whole, you know, Hollywood theme going on. But bottom line is, yes, it is, it is, you know, something that not that not many people will admit, but I will, you know what? Yeah. That's the honesty part, like, I will, I will say that. It's not, you know, someone like me, and a lot of my model friends, we don't aim for high fashion runways because they're, it's, we're not the type. I mean, yeah. does, does that make sense? I it, mean, it makes perfect sense. So let me ask you something. So obviously you're very articulate, you're very smart, you're very insightful. You know, not that that needs to be proven, but I have to ask, since going from goofy theater kid in private eye to being a model, you know, with an Instagram feed that looks very very Miami Swim Week, like you said. You know, do you find that people judge you based on the way you look? Or do you, are you treated differently now than you used to be treated as a result of what you look like? Definitely. You know, that's that's a good question. Wow, you, you know what? You did say you were going to have some good questions. I'm coming at you, bro. <laughs> I, I would never even think about that question. Like, where the heck did you even pull that question from? So, okay, you know what? Let me let me really really address this question. So, first of all, yes, I, I was a goofy kid, but I was never like a scaredy kid. I was never. I, I was always. I had a lot. I had balls, right? Like, I was. Look, I was Israeli special forces. I was a Krav Maga instructor. I was not. I was an athlete. Like growing up, I was the Israeli champion in cycling uh, twice. You know, in two thousand six and two thousand four. I mean, as a kid in high school, growing up, I three months out of the year, I basically spent in Europe, right? Like competing, training, and cycling. So I was always, you know, I was an athlete. I was, you know, soldier. I, I was always. You know, people saw me in a certain way, but, you know, back then I also had a buzz cut, right, haircut, and I wasn't, like, the model type. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wasn't as, like, you know, neatly groomed as I am today. Uh, But, so, to your question, yes, you know, when people see me today, they don't think, you know, athlete, soldier, They they immediately think pretty boy, you know, oh, you know, he's probably super selfish, shallow, self-centered, you know, and then, you know, I love proving people wrong. I love showing people that I, I'm not like that, right? Because I, I believe, I have a few very, very solid principles in life, right? I believe in love, kindness, and humility. Those are my three things that I will fight for. I will stand for them. I you know, I'm a very down-to-earth kind of person. I don't get starstruck when I see famous people. To me, famous people are, first of all, people. Uh, it's, it's not, you know, if not that many people recognize me, but every once in a while, if someone will say, hey, you know, I saw you on whatever I saw, can I take, I, I'll be happy, you know, I'm always happy to engage with people because I am one. I am, you know, so it's, it's, and in the end of the day, I work hard. Like like I said before, you know, I'm a student. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I go to school. I have a job. I mean, I 
do so many things and I appreciate hard work and dedication. You know, if there's anything that Israel has taught me and growing up in Israel and being an athlete and going, you know, and serving in the military is that I'm a hard worker. You know, I wake up every day at 3.55 a.m. That, that is wow. my schedule. Like, that is when I wake up and I go to sleep at around, like, 11-ish, Jesus. you know, unless, unless I really have a lot of schoolwork, and then I might even go to sleep later than that. So, I, I believe in hard work. Yeah. I believe in, in dedication and determination, and, you know, I'll never, I'll never, and I always tell people the truth, you know, if, if we're going back to modeling, I, I get all these, like, you know, DMs and messages like, hey, man, you know, how can I break into modeling? How can I do this? How can I do that? You know, I take a good look at you and I give you an honest answer. I, mean, I don't, you know, sometimes I say, sure, man, like, go for it. You have everything you need. But sometimes I'll, I'll say, you know, you might want to explore other options, right? It's, it's very, and like I said, for women, the shelf life is very, very, very short. I mean, we're talking about a solid few years, right? I mean, but if you look at Victoria's Secret models, um, uh, they get paid millions of dollars, right? So a Victoria's Secret model might have a two, three, four-year career, but she's a millionaire by the time she's done, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, it, it really, it all depends on what it is that you're trying to achieve. If you're asking me, in to, in today's industry, is is the male model going to make enough money to support a family? It really depends. Maybe the top, you know, the, the, maybe just a handful of male models that are at the top of the game, right? I mean, we're talking about that, like, 1% right? Like, the, the, the 1% of male models that are so successful that they can support, you know, a decent life. But they will be able to sustain it for longer. Right. When it comes to women, then, you know, they make a lot more. But, again, it's for a very, very short amount of time. Now, have and, you been monetizing, have you been, not to, sorry to interrupt, but have you been monetizing your Instagram? I hope the answer is yes. Um, you know, I, again, I've been fortunate enough to where, and, and not, you know, I don't think it's just fortunate. I think it's just, it, those are my principles. I don't put my name and myself and my image on things that I don't believe in. Uh, I get, I get, you know, uh, approached to all the time for, for, you know, being, for taking pictures with this, taking pictures with that type, you know, products, like, hey, we want to pay you to put this, we want to pay you to do that, like, look, the bottom line is if I believe in the product and I believe in a good relationship with the brand, then I'll probably end up doing it, but the reason why you don't see that that much on my page is for a reason, I, I really don't do it that much because I would rather keep my integrity, keep my principles and stay true to myself than, you know, than kind of sell my soul to the devil type thing, right? Like yeah. every post that I will put there, you know, because technically, yeah, every post that I put on Instagram, I could be promoting something different, right? Something else. But I choose not to. That's not why I started that Instagram, and that is not what I'm going to uh, do with it. So when I do promote something specific, it's for a very good reason. It's because I believe in the product. It's because I believe in the brand, and I believe in the relationship that I'm building with the brand as an individual. Mm -hmm. So what I'm hearing is you don't really monetize your Instagram, and um, in my opinion, you absolutely (laughs) should. So I'm going to send you a bunch of apps. No, I'm talking now. Now I'm talking. I'm going to send you a bunch of apps in which you can scour the interwebs for all the different products looking for some sort of brand ambassador, and you can read up on them, and you can decide yourself whether or not you love the product. Um, make an offer to them, and then, wow, look at that. You're making more money. You're welcome. You're welcome. Here we go. You know, there's one thing that I, I really, in, in my life, and, and she's been a very big influence on me, my wife, you know, my wife is, she makes me such a better person, you know, every time, you know, I've, I've been through some stuff in life, and, and life has 
taught me to question things and always, you know, see where people are trying to maybe trick me and see, like, you know, I, I see the more harsh world, you know, the evil in the world, but my wife on, always sees the good in people. Yeah. She always sees, and that amazes me, you know, her ability to always be so positive, be so kind. It, it uh, First of all, I admire that. I, I feel like more people, I always tell you, you know, we need more people like you in the world. It's amazing. She's such a kind, loving person that it, it, it definitely radiates onto me. I mean, I feel it. You know, sometimes I'll get pissed off about something and just by looking at her, I'll immediately calm down, right? Like it will immediately just completely, I'll see the positive side and, and, and want to be empathetic, you know, want to have empathy for, for whatever it is, you know, that I'm pissed off at right now, but it's amazing, you know, so, so things like that, you know, again, I would rather spread love and, and kindness and humility and, and just passion throughout the world than, you know, promote brands that I just, just to promote brands, right? Just to, to do something. I would rather not do it. Got it. if I don't believe that. Got it. Well, well, good on you. And I'm going to send you those sites, and it sounds like your wife will back me up. And I have three <laughs> questions <laughs> that I ask everybody on the podcast. My first question for you is, what is your favorite thing about modeling? Favorite thing about modeling, uh, I will probably, the end product, you know, the, the finished product, like when you see that final image, sometimes it's hard to even believe that uh, it's you, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, even though I've been told by but almost all of my phot- the photographers that I've worked with, and, you know, it's a lot of them, that I'm one of the models that they had to retouch the, the least, right? Like, basically, a lot of photographers love working with me. So, you know, everywhere, like, when, when I travel, like, for example, if I go up to New York or Miami or L.A., Chicago, whatever it is, I have photographers that keep telling me, like, hey, if you're in town, I'll shoot you. Like, what? Like just let me know when you're in town and we'll make it happen. That's great. Because, because it's easy for them. They say, like, I don't do anything to your image. Like, your image, is, it's amazing how I don't have to retouch you at all. So sometimes the reason why I like the end product is because I know that it's it hardly been touched, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of models, I mean, you see a lot of Photoshop and a lot of editing and a lot of post-production you know, production type things. But I love that with me, at least, at least that's the feedback that I'm getting, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> Little do you know, every single photo is Photoshop. You don't even know what you look like anymore. You're like, oh, yeah, 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 totally raw. <laughs> totally raw, totally you raw. Have no totally. Idea. <laughs> you know, you can, you can tell. All, all, everything that's natural about me is, is still in the image. And so that's probably my, the most favorite thing about it for me. Like, it's the end product. It's seen... The, the vision of, of why it was me and not someone else, right? Like why someone chose me and not uh, some other mom. In that case, what's your least favorite thing about modeling? So I, I would say I would say stay in shape. So mm-hmm. I, I, I hate staying in shape. Let me tell you something. I'm a fat kid, loves cake. <laughs> I have a sweet tooth. I love, you know, cake, donuts, pizza. I'm Italian for God's sake, right? Like I'm like pizza is like my, my blood, right? Like what's your blood type? Pizza. Like that's, you know, that that's my my thing. So I'm I'm honestly really miserable. Like on season when I have to stay in shape, I'm pretty, pretty miserable. Like kind of don't talk to me that thing. Like I'm pissed off all the time and you don't want to be around me. <laughs> yeah. So that would probably be my least favorite. Like just oh and, and obviously being judged. Like, you know, if like the, the whole being critiqued all the time and it's feeling like an object, like the objectifying in modern, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to acting, you know, and that's what that's where acting kinda is so much better than modeling because you're there because you can portray someone that's not you, right? Like you can go outside of yourself. And, and, and be and see and feel and think as someone else. But in modeling, it's you're being objectified. It's like you're basically an object there. Yeah. Um, so that's, those are the things that I hate the most about it. I mean, yeah. 
That's a good one. I'm glad you shine light on that. Um, my third question, and I tend to answer this one too, so you're not alone. Um, just tell me something kind of cool. Like just anything out of anywhere. Like it could be a topping on the pizza you just had, or it can be the curtains you just bought on, I don't know, what's a curtain buying? Curtains.com. Like, <laughs> I mean, anything that's just like kind of cool, man. Something kind of cool. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to Israel tomorrow. I'm going to Israel tomorrow. <laughs> that's mega uh, cool. <laughs> uh, I am, you know what? That, that's something cool for me, at least. Uh, so, my wife and I are flying to Switzerland in August. <gasps> yes. It's the first ever, like, not, okay, so it's not the first ever, but it's the first ever that we didn't feel bad about actually booking a first flight ticket for both of us. Oh, so yes. So, we're both flying, you know, round trip, first, first class wow. to Switzerland, and it's pretty awesome because we're pretty frugal people, even when we make a lot of money, like, we just don't, like, you know, you we, we spend money on experiences, not possessions, not right. stuff, right? Like, I'm a very, like, I'm not a materialistic type person, like, yeah. I... I would rather drive an old beat-up car, but, you know, but be able to go to fly internationally three, four times a year, right? Yeah. That's, that's the type of person I am. Like, I don't care about the car I drive. I don't care. I don't, I'm never going to buy a piece of clothing that's more than, you know, a hundred bucks at the most. And even if, and if I do spend a hundred bucks on something, it better be something good because that's a lot of money. That's that's a core of a ticket, you know, to mm-hmm. somewhere cool, right? So I guess, you know, that's a pretty cool thing. I'm, I'm pretty excited about We're going to Switzerland um, and Austria. So when we're flying first class, both of us. So it is pretty sick. Pretty wow. awesome. Oh, I'm so happy you told me that. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> my kind of cool thing is I, too, am an introvert. So we love to socialize. We love to catch up. We love to meet people, get to know people. But it, we... <laughs> We love our alone time. <laughs> yes, you know what? I can totally see that on you. But I knew you'd understand. Kind of the same, right? Yeah. When when I go out, I'm fine. If I chose to go out, right? If I chose to go out of the house and socialize, then I'm going to be fine. Yeah. If you but make that committed choice, you're in. You're locked in. You're exactly. going to do it. Yeah, do yeah, it yeah. right. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I made that. I made you don't that. Fuck around. Yeah. Right? But but usually, like, yeah. If I if I wasn't ready for it like if it was you know if it was uh, dropped on me like by surprise then you'll you'll see that i am not happy about it right i basically have to be here so get it like don't talk to me don't approach me and i'll look very unapproachable like but i can totally see that on you you know i mean every time because it is unique right like you're not and that's you know what let me tell you something that i like about you when you do go out you're such a fun person to be around, right? Because you're committed. Like, I'm either in this or I'm out. Like, I'm either 100% or I'm 0%. We like, double down no on that going out experience. We will have fun. Oh, <laughs> You're yeah, going to have I mean, a good time. God damn it. I'm here and I committed to this. We're going to enjoy this night. No matter. Yeah, you know, I can totally see, see you as, uh, as that. Totally. Like, I'm, I'm definitely seeing Plug your Instagram. <laughs> like my Instagram? Like say it? Like my name? Wait, huh? Yeah, if they all want to follow oh, Enrico. My Instagram. Yeah, sure, sure. I'll say my It's uh, Enrico.Ravenna. So basically my first and dot last name. Um, E-N-R-I-C-O dot R-A-V-E-N-N-A. Uh, that's my Instagram. I try to stay active on it, but honestly, with everything that I'm doing right now, it's staying busy. I'm probably not as active as I want to be, but I promise I will do better. Well, once you start monetizing, you're going to be real inspired to keep up. (laughs) (laughs) You're awesome. (laughs) I'm all over it. (laughs) Okay, listen, thank you so much. I Oh, my God, you brought so many new pieces of information to our attention on the show that I'm really excited to kind of like crack the code on moving forward so I appreciate that I appreciate who you are and the energy you brought to the podcast and as my friend <laughs> like as I said in the beginning if I get to talk to you that's awesome 
so thank you again for the opportunity. Uh, thank you to all the listeners, like everyone, anyone that listens to it. I you know appreciate you guys. Yeah. Uh, stay awesome, and you know keep keep killing it. That was Triple Threat Powerhouse Enrico Ravenna. Check out his Instagram, you guys. You are going to freak out. Coming up next will be my most controversial, shady episode of the show, and by far my all-time favorite. I am going to be reuniting with the trans trailblazer bridal queen of LA, who I used to work with on a scam agency, Brianna Jane. If I live with that guilt, I have to make sure that I make it right in some way through others. We are spilling, spilling, spilling hot tea, so be sure to check that out. If this show has been helpful to you, share it, rate it. Jump on to modelbehavior.com to check out extra behind the scenes. Jump onto our Instagram, Model Behavior. And don't forget, that special episode lottery is still in action. So if you rate the show and mention you'd like to be on the show, you just might well be here. So, y'all know what we say. You walk the walk, we'll be talking the talk. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.